Hello, everyone, and welcome to Behind the Brick. I'm your host, Babs Dwyer, and I'm so excited to be here hosting this podcast today because I am all the way in Scotland across the pond while I'm studying abroad this whole next semester at the University of Glasgow. So while um, fellow Miami students have just gotten back from winter break and J-term, you know, they're getting settled, I've been trying to get my grounding and getting settled um, actually here in Scotland. So today for this episode, I just wanted to share a little bit about my experience and Um, the actual process of going abroad through Miami and kind of just a little bit about what my new experiences have been so far. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Alright, so like I said in the intro, um, I'm studying abroad right now at the University of Glasgow, which is in Scotland. And specifically, the University of Glasgow is more on like the west end of the city. So I'm still pretty centrally located to a lot of the city life and things like that, but with a little bit more of a community base. And so the program I'm in through Miami is I'm actually an exchange student at the University of Glasgow. So I was able to apply through Miami and, you know, work with a lot of the advisors that they have at Miami. If you're looking at going abroad, It's a very simple process and there's so many different drop-in hours and specific advisors that can pretty much answer all your questions. It can be a little bit tedious though, I will say. I have other friends who are abroad right now and we were all able to relate at some point kind of about it is quite confusing, especially um, because it's a long application process. I didn't have to apply directly to the University of Glasgow, which helped a lot with the confusion, but there was still a lot of hoops to jump through. Um, And one of the ones I wanted to talk about was getting a visa. So I actually can't really touch on that because in Scotland, if you're studying for under six months and you just get a free, um, kind of like a freebie into studying, I didn't have to get a visa. I'm just here on like student, whereas um, I had other friends where that is a very long process. So I was lucky enough that I kind of last minute in the fall chose to study abroad and I was able to make it happen. I am finally here. Um, But the application process did take me a little bit of time, but all the advisors at Miami, I would say, were very helpful. So, you know, if you're looking to go abroad, use those resources in um, the Global Studies building in McMillan Hall on campus. And then another thing I wanted to talk about was like actually getting here and packing and traveling. So Miami has a lot of different um, presentations and workshops that you can go to for abroad, which in theory would be very helpful, but I myself didn't find them too useful. I resorted to going on blogs and different things. I was able to find students who have previously studied at the University of Glasgow and different things like that, and they were able to give actual like realistic packing lists because the climate here is much different than being in Ohio. I will say it's a little bit warmer here lately than it has been in Ohio when I've been keeping in contact with my family in Cincinnati, but it is very rainy. There's no joke about that. So if you're looking at coming to Scotland, there is a lot of rain, but not a lot of storms like we have in the U.S. It's a lot of just consistent rain and wind. And since it's still winter time here and there's not as much daylight hours, Um, The sun rises at about like 8.45 a.m. and sets at about 4 (laughs) p.m. So very brief um, sunlight as of now, but I've been told that, you know, as the spring goes on, the sun actually starts to rise at like very early hours, really like indifferent to the U.S. So I will keep you guys updated on that. Can't really touch on that too much. I'm 
in my third week of classes thus far. And with the class scheduling here, it's actually very different from Miami. Miami is very hands-on where you have to figure out your own schedule and, you know, sign up for your own classes. It's actually very stressful process at Miami. I've um, never really liked it that much. But here, as an exchange student and um, an international student, I am not required to sign up for any of the courses myself. And the visiting students team, before you come, actually says, like, don't sign up for anything. We will handle it all. You're not allowed to enroll yourself in any of these courses. And so as the first week of classes rolls around, I'd been here for about um, three or four days since I had moved in and classes started. I didn't have any courses, so a lot of the people who I met in the same position, other fellow international and exchange students, we actually had to resort to emailing our professors and different department advisors about them manually enrolling us into those courses. So first two weeks here in Glasgow are um, add drop period for courses. So you can kind of test the waters in all the different courses, which is like really nice in theory, but in reality, it kind of posed as like a very big stressor for me. So it took me about the full two weeks of the ad drop period to actually get a functioning schedule. Um, and that was with many emails and many Zoom meetings and drop-in hours with the visiting team. Um, so if you are, I know that's specific to University of Glasgow. I know, you know, other people that are have been experiencing going to um, Miami's campus in Luxembourg or going to the other exchange programs and things like that. Each school kind of has its own different process, but to speak on my own, it was very confusing, but I'm glad to have that all figured out now. And um, one of the main questions I get from like my family and friends back home are like what courses I'm taking and you know, what does it look like? So the way they actually do their credits here is very different. But the courses I'm taking actually are very interesting. So I'm taking one philosophy course that's called How Should You Live, um, which I'm looking forward to learning How Should I Live. And then I'm also taking an English literature course, um, which is about writing about the body and like health and wellness and like overall human embodiment, which has been very interesting because I don't know if there's any courses like that at Miami, not any of that I've seen at least. Um, so that's been also quite interesting. One of the courses I'm extremely excited about, which I start this Thursday, I didn't have that in my ad drop period, is I'm taking a stained glass making class where we actually make stained glass artwork. So I have no, I have zero experience in stained glass or really art like at all besides some high school courses. So I'm very intrigued to see how that turns out. And those are like three block periods of time where you're just in the studio making your stained glass. And then lastly, I'm taking um, a 10 credit hour, which is um, short credits here, um, an intro to Scottish culture, which will be very helpful because truly I think the American education system has not made me very knowledgeable on any other culture or really background of Scotland. Um, so I'm hoping that will be much a benefit to me. And along with classes and you know basic stuff I've already experienced, one major thing here is the accommodation, um, where at Miami you have to live on campus for two years and you're required to have a meal plan, whereas here I do not have a meal plan. So I'm kind of still figuring out that process, but the accommodation I'm in, which is basically student houses and 
dorms and flats is I live in a dorm building, but it's purely for international and exchange students. So everyone else in that building is also here for like a semester or a year. They're not full-time students. So majority of the people I've met um, have been from the United States, but you know, kind of all over. There's only one other person here from Miami um, and we didn't know each other beforehand. So I kind of just came in here flying blind and you are assigned to share a kitchen with, I share one with about six or seven other people, and um, which has been really nice, like getting to know people in that way, but it's definitely different than Miami and getting to go to Maple Dining Hall with my friends and not having to worry about grocery shopping and making myself food. Um, so I do miss that about Miami, but I also signed up for a double without knowing who my roommate would be. and. She and I have gotten to know each other pretty well so far. She's actually been here since last semester, so she's kind of, you know, knows her way around, and she's actually studying here from Italy. She's from Rome, which is very cool. And then I've also met some people who are Australian that live in my building and people from all over the world, but mainly United States are other students I've met here. Um, and it's actually not a building on campus so whereas Miami like all of the dorm buildings are centrally located around campus I have about a 15 minute walk to actually get on campus to my classes but the campus here is just unreal I mean it's a very old institution and so some of the buildings are just out of really really old chapels with just beautiful architecture and there's like a castle which has a museum in it on campus it's just unreal. I mean, I thought Miami was just the bell of the ball, just the most beautiful of campuses, but University of Glasgow definitely has Miami running for its money, um, which is just crazy because it's just so normal for people here to have this gorgeous architecture all around them, um, which is not so normal for me in Cincinnati, Ohio. So that was a major culture shock is just how gorgeous it is here. And Another um, kind of just silly culture shock I wanted to touch on just because I don't think, you know, in the U.S. we realize this, but I know I am in a city. I'm a little bit more on like the western end. I'm not right in the city center, but I am still in the city. But the driving here is just so different. So the bulk of the countries that drive on the left, so as opposed to in the U.S., we all drive on the right side of the road. But in Scotland, they drive on the left, are former British colonies, including like South Africa, Australia, New Zealand. And then there's only four countries in Europe that still drive on the left. And they consist of like the UK, the Republic of Ireland, Malta, and Cyprus. So Scotland isn't even, you know, it's not super normal for even Europe for them to be on the left side of the road. But I've gotten to ride in some Ubers and taxis and being in the passenger seat, but I'm on the left not driving, I don't think I'll ever get used to. And that has been very different for me to experience that. It's like I talk about all the time with the friends I've made here is just how strange it is. I really just feel like there's no purpose for it um, besides just because they can. Um, but as far as travel goes along with that is um, there's obviously a lot more trains in the UK and Europe than there is in the US but the specific subway that goes around in Glasgow I haven't been able to ride yet because it was um, one of the first subways ever built so it 
you know, is very old and like rickety and it only goes in a circle around the city. But since, you know, it's modernized and the city has expanded, the subway kind of doesn't serve a whole lot of distance for what you're paying for. So buses are a huge form of transportation in Glasgow, but they're, you know, kind of iconically known for being really unreliable. So I've found myself in numerous occasions where I'll be waiting for the bus and online it says it's coming in five minutes or that it's here and I have to wait another 15 or 20 minutes for the next bus because it just doesn't come. Um, But it also is very affordable. And there's a young Scots card that you can apply for if you're living in Scotland for at least six months. And I was just able to apply for that. So I will keep you guys updated if I get it because that allows you to travel on the buses completely free while you're here, which is a game changer, especially with the rain. I mean, it may only be like a 25 minute walk, but in the rain, it just does not seem as pleasant. So there's definitely a lot of ways around that. And then I'm planning on going on some other trips. I'm looking at going to Edinburgh, which is about like an hour bus ride, um, which is to the east of Glasgow. And then I already have some other trips planned, which it's just so affordable to fly around here. I'm going to Paris for one of my friend's 21st birthday at the beginning of March. And then also my friends and I are meeting up in Dublin for St. Patrick's Day, which was another very affordable flight. So if you are going abroad, Don't worry about making a whole travel itinerary beforehand because I've found it easier kind of just as you go, especially just being in Scotland so close to other um, places in the UK is that, you know, kind of just figure it out once you're here, make some friends, you know, just try and go on spontaneous trips. You don't have to have it all planned out right ahead. You know, you want to leave room in your schedule to meet these new people or, you know, stay in your home city. I want... I've been telling my parents this when I'm on the phone with them is I want to be able to come back to Glasgow later in life and I know my way around, you know, like I want to become familiar with where I'm studying, which is a huge just luxury in itself to have. Um, So that's a big piece of advice. And this is kind of me speaking to myself is to not get too stressed out about doing everything at once and having everything down. Um, So there's that. And then along with um, the trains here are... I'm planning on taking a train at some point to London and also to the Highlands, which is um, just like 40 minutes north of Glasgow. Um, And with that, a little hack if you're going to go to Scotland as well is to get um, a rail card. Um, So I was able to buy a rail card for about 30 pounds, which I think is about uh, maybe 35 or 36 US dollars. Um, But that allows you to get a third off of all your train tickets as long as you're under, I think, 26 years old. So I bought that just so I'm able to save a little bit of money. So for as much traveling as you are doing here, it is fairly affordable and there's a lot of ways around it. So if, you know, money is one of the reasons you're not studying abroad, there's definitely ways that you can look into saving money here and there and things like that. But overall, I've had just a blast coming here. The drinking age in Scotland is 18, so I am legally of age to go to the pubs and the clubs, which has been really fun to go with people I've met in my flat and in my dorm. So that's been um, a very easy transition. I will keep you guys updated because it is easy to say that I'm not homesick right now, but that's because Miami was just back in school. So I was kind of used to not seeing all my friends again anyway, whereas now I think I will be getting a little bit more homesick as I'm 
seeing all my home friends and school friends together. But as of now, I've had just a blast and I'm very grateful for this opportunity. And I cannot wait to further this podcast and get some Scottish guests and, you know, more local people on it. So it's not just me talking to you guys. But I hope you enjoyed this first episode of Behind the Brick overseas and um, tune into the next episode where I will hopefully have a guest with me. This podcast was produced and edited by Babs Dwyer and Sarah Grace Hayes with supervising production by our editor-in-chief Cosette Gunter. Our music is from YouTube's free music channel, And if you have a story that you think would be interesting for Behind the Brick, please reach out. My email will be out with the episode on the Miami Student website. I can't guarantee that we will tell your story, but we do want to get Behind the Brick, and you guys can help. And that's all for Behind the Brick. Tune in to SoundCloud, Spotify, and Google Podcasts for our next episode.